Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We get the Star Tribune delivered every day to our home. I read it online, too. I know that's redundant, but I'm old school. So does it need a rebrand? When we read that advertising agency, local advertising agency, Cole McVoy was picked to rebrand the Star Tribune, we asked ourselves, why? Here to answer that question is Chris Isles. Chris Isles is from the Star Tribune. He's pretty new over there, coming from the Twins. That's where we remember him from. But he's the communications director at the Star Tribune. Chris, we're so happy to have you joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Hey, thrilled to be here today. Thanks for having me. So why does the Star Tribune need a rebrand? Yeah, great question. So uh, I'm not sure if you guys have been tracking what's going on over at the Star Tribune, but we're making some pretty significant investments to really reshape the model for local media and provide a, a, a model that can be followed nationwide going forward. Um, in a time where most media organizations are shrinking, we are we are taking an aggressive growth stance. And part of that is shifting the perception of what the Star Tribune is and can be for the future generation of readers. And that exactly is at the crux of why we are undergoing a rebrand. We need to refresh our look, our feel, how we appeal to the next generation of, of Star Tribune readers. And uh, that's why we've partnered up with local, you know, creative powerhouse Cole McVoy to do just that and rebrand the Star Tribune. Chris, what is it about how people view the Star Tribune now that you feel needs to change? Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say it's necessarily about how people view the Star Tribune, but, you know, generally about where we're at as a media organization. Um, I think, you know, it's no secret that local media has been in decline for a number of years. And that is counter to the trend that, you know, really local journalism has never been more important to our society. I mean, take a look at uh, the election we've got coming up later this year and everything that's that's happening. Um, journalism and local journalism in particular are, are of incredible importance to society. Um, and at the same time, uh, we're seeing that shrink. So we at the Star Tribune are, are combating that trend. We're making significant investments, thanks to our, our great ownership in, in Glenn Taylor, uh, to really ensure local media survives and thrives well into the future and provides value for our society, uh, you know, well past, uh, well past our days here. So what's the rebranding going to look like? And is it just rebranding or is it a change of ideals on how the Star Tribune covers and presents the news? That is a great question, and I would say it's all of the above. Um, We are looking for ways to ensure that our coverage is relevant, not only to our current and loyal subscribers, but to those who uh, will be reading us in the future. So we are taking a look at, you know, how we are doing content and the verticals in which that content lies. And then really how that manifests itself in, in visual form, really everything is on the table. Everything from the name of the Star Tribune to the logo to the colors to uh, the fonts that we use. And I'd say we are, we are closely examining all of those things to ensure they accurately reflect uh, the future and the aspirations 
of local media and in particular of how we can shape local media and build a sustainable model to ensure local media survives well into the future. Even the name? I mean, that's I think that would shock a lot of people saying, boy, why would you change the name? I mean, Star Tribune by far and away, I think, is the number one news source for most Minnesotans. And they associate that name with the news of the state. Yeah, I'd say, you know, it's not a sure thing that we're going to do that. I'd just say it's something that is under consideration. When you undergo a rebranding process, I think you owe it to the brand, really, uh, to take a close look at all elements of the brand and ensure that they're relevant, not only with uh, the people that are reading you today and that have been loyal and with you for years and years, but the people who ultimately are going to be the future readers uh, of our publication and, and of our media outlet. So we owe it to the brand to take a look at all those things. Exactly what is going to change is to be determined at this point, but we're fortunate to be partnered up with uh, creative powerhouse Cole McVoy mm-hmm. to really help us identify what is going to be the most responsible thing uh, for the Star Tribune to do, not only for our current readers, but for our future. We're talking with Chris Isles, who's the uh, vice president of communications for the Star Tribune on what they have announced as a rebrand for the Star Tribune. Uh, Chris, I work in a medium that is no longer at the ne- I- I'm going to be honest, you know, the top of its game. It's radio. What are you talking? It, AM a, radio is at the forefront medium. of communications. How dare you <laughs> yeah, say that, Jordana? Top talent like Jordana and Adam. Thank you. Thank they you. are. Checks yeah, in the mail. Are. Checks in the mail, Chris. Yeah. And, you know, Chris, I mean, we're just honest about this. We're doing our best, obviously. We, yeah. I, I always say podcasts are the original radio, so they've just, you yeah. know, influencers are the, we endorsers were the original influencers. So there are similarities, of course, to new media media versus traditional media like radio and and you guys are the same thing you're a a traditional medium uh you know being newspaper who are the readers of the future and how is the star tribune um attracting them and you know you know trying to hold on to them to secure your place in the world in this changing media landscape Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, our future readers are the, are the same future listeners to, um, to WCCO. Um, okay. we're taking a pretty close look at, at Gen Z and really what is, uh, what is relevant to them, the content formats and the mediums that are relevant to them. Uh, yes, we've traditionally been a print publication, but we know that, uh, you know, that's only a part of our future. We really need to get into novel content formats that we're seeing resonate uh, with much younger audiences, which which is, is all of our future. Um, and so we're taking a look at not only the types of content, but where that's being presented, where that's being promoted across social platforms, um, and, and ultimately, uh, you know, if we're going to be able to attract them back to what, you know, is our flagship product, which is, is a, you know, physical paper, um, we're not sure that that is going to be the, the future of the organization, although uh, we know that will always be a part of our business. But we know to be relevant with future audiences, we need to meet them where they are. And it's pretty clearly not 
where we are right now. So we need to be paying attention to that and, and uh, conscious of that as we think about where we are going as an organization. Reading this article, uh, the agency, uh, Cole McV- McVoy, their, yep. part of their task is a, quote, complete reimagining of the Star Tribune's tone of voice. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, that's to be determined. I mean, I think we will always be the source of truth, uh, the source of facts. That's something that I think, you know, we all collectively as journalists can agree is, is incredibly important to journalism and, and, you know, how we tell the stories that shape our community. Um, so to be determined on that, uh, you know, I, I think... Chris, you know, can I, can I, ask, that, you, can I yeah. ask you this? Sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but no, I go, think go. There, there's a perception. Obviously, you know this. Anybody who follows yeah. media, and certainly us, we get texts all the time, that there's a perception that mainstream media, uh, especially legacy news organizations like the Star Tribune, like, the w, like WCCO Radio, frankly, uh, have a yeah. left lean that are, you know, yeah. and the, yeah. th- that exists. Yep. Is part of the change of the tone of voice to address that, or can that is that possible? It, I mean, it's it certainly is. It certainly is. I mean, you 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 mentioned the perception that that mainstream media is is left leaning, and and for all intents and purposes, perception is reality. We at the Star Tribune, we really want to own the middle of the road and be that place where you can you can seek uh, opinions and and ideas from both sides of the aisle. Um, and so I think based on what, you know, we are hearing and, and really that, that perception is reality. Yes, we are looking to represent voices from all sides of issues, uh, probably better than traditional media outlets have, uh, of late. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. I'm glad because you're right. People rail against the Star Tribune from both sides of the aisle, by the way, you know, depending like this show, you know, oh, Jordana's I've been accused of being a conservative. Adam has been accused of being super liberal. I mean, we've been accused of all people hear what they want to hear. So I'm glad at least. And what I'm hearing from you, Chris, is that the commitment to journalism will maintain, but it may look different in The way, I don't know if it's the way it's presented or the way it looks or the mediums on which it will be presented, i.e. social media. All of those things are on the table right now. And Chris, when you say commitment to journalism, I've seen some of the responses, at least on X this morning, about, well, what about your reporters? Paying your reporters more instead of partnering with a big you know, ad agency. Uh, I think both can be done at the same time. You just want to address that if people are concerned. Well, what about you know that commitment to having reporters cover local news, cover the state news? I would say our commitment to reporters and having you know a, a deep, deep bench of reporters um, is second to none. We are the largest organiz- uh, media organization in the Midwest in terms of uh, you know headcount in our newsroom, in terms of actual journalists doing quality journalism. We're larger than the Chicago Tribune, largest newsroom in the Midwest. We've made significant investments, uh, not only in terms of breaking news, but also in terms of how we are going to be covering the broader state. We're hiring a number of reporters right now uh, in greater Minnesota to better cover uh, the regions and to really push ourselves outside of the metro area to be a publication that covers more of the state for all of the state. Um, so I, I would say, yeah, those concerns are, are something that we you know take to heart and are something that we're actively addressing through investment in reporting resources. 
And I know how hard those reporters work. So, you know, I commend the Star Tribune for keeping those staff reporters and paying them on their own. Uh, But before we let you go, Chris, do you and I'm just curious, do you think the physical paper will always exist? You know, that's a great question. I I think uh, as of right now, the answer is yes. Um, We are building a center of excellence around our print product. Um, and, and there's something about holding a physical copy, something about physical media that just feels special and feels real. Um, so the answer for right now is no, the, the physical paper is not going away. Chris, thank you for the time. This is fascinating and we'll, uh, we'll be along for the ride as, uh, we see the changes that, uh, this brings about. And it's very interesting, certainly to us as another legacy media in town. And, uh, thank you so much for the time today. We'll reach out again. Thanks so much for having me on. Chris Isles, Vice President of Communications for the Star Tribune. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.